Today's episode of How to Feel Great is brought to you by Coast to Coast Coffee. CoastToCoastCoffee.ca. Fresh, whole beans delivered right to your door. Enter promo code HEAVILYPICKSCOFFEEFIX1 to receive $5 off your very first order. Coast to Coast Coffee is the socially distanced choice for coffee lovers everywhere. Welcome to How to Feel Great. I'm your host, Scott C. Jones. How to Feel Great is an offshoot of the heavily pixelated podcast in which I talk to notable figures in the tech, entertainment, and game developer spaces to find out what they do in the realm of self-care. My guest today is Marissa Roberto. Roberto is a raven-haired dynamo from the prairies of Midwestern Canada. Perhaps you remember her as my co-host on Electric Playground or EP Daily. Marissa is currently the host of something called Digital Sports Center on TSN, and she is a social media superstar. You can follow her on Instagram, or as she calls it, Insta, at mrob29, which presumably means there were 28 other mrobs before she signed up. There are some references in today's interview that are going to seem a little out of date to you. That's because Marissa and I talked in mid-2020, and since that time, a lot of things have changed. And our conversation, unfortunately, doesn't really reflect all of the changes. Let's bring Marissa in now. Hey, Marissa. Hello? Hello? Oh, no. Is this not working? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Thank God. Figured it out. Uh, Are you at the office? Um, the office, you mean my new yep. home office? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. My new home office. This so glamorous. It's super glamorous. I've made little stations. Uh, there's a station that I do my meetings, my Zoom meetings, my um, interviews for different segments. Oh, and then yeah. I have my green screen area. Oh yeah. With the ring light and the, mm-hmm. like I use the light from the window. The green screen is actually at the foot of our bed. <laughs> so yeah. It's just like the, the whole apartment's been taken over for um, work purposes. Really. To, is uh, Francisco standing by right now? Is he ready to apply your makeup? <laughs> yeah, he's always by. He's always around. We also have a dog now too. So uh, she sometimes will pipe up when someone's walking by the apartment. She, yeah. Uh, is very protective because she's half Chihuahua, so she's just like she she's got things going on, you know. Yeah, yeah, she's got a lot on her mind, a lot of things to think about. Uh, <laughs> what's the what, what's the dog's name? We we adopted her. Her name is Safira, but we call her Oof. Safi, and now we call her Chorky because she's a Chorky, so she's half Chihuahua, half Yorkie. So literally, she just responds to Chorky. Oh, yeah. It's cute. She's really cute. She's um, very loyal, sweet. She just yeah. gets very, it's embarrassing when I'm out with her and she, uh, she likes to get into it with other dogs. Like she thinks their dog, their ball is her ball. Yeah. Um, Selfish, just like mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She takes after me. Yep. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy pandemic to you. I haven't seen you <laughs> since all of this shit happened. I know it's true. I feel like I'm, uh, when's the last time we saw each other? Been I months feel and like, months. No, not months and months. It wasn't. It's, I feel like it's, it's it was like a month before mo- this happened. No. I mean, that was still like four months ago now. Well, that's true. But before yeah. the pandemic happened, we'll get a nice visit in. 
Was it 2020? <laughs> I think it was 2020. I think it was just after the holidays, so earlier this year. And there's no E3 this year. They may, they may, there may never be another E3 again. Do you think there? Won't? You think? You I think, think it's big? possible. I do. I do. I, I think it, it had been a little bit on the ropes for a couple of years, and I think mm-hmm. we all just thought, "No, oh, who could imagine a world without E3?" And now Uh, I feel like we can all kind of imagine a world without E3. I don't think it's been great the last few years. Everybody's been pulling out, you know, like moving on, starting their own thing. And uh, everybody's been a little selfish and a little pushy. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what the future holds as far as big conferences in North America that we all have to go through, go to for, uh, for our video game uh, goodness. Yeah, um, I'm not sure either. I think this might be the new wave. Just like um, I'm going to different restaurants here in the city and they close it off, obviously the restaurant, but you go to the window or whatever they've made for you. You pre-order something, you pick it up. I feel like... That, that will change, that will forever change so many of the different places and spots that we've Things gone are to our whole be lives. That's Things right. Things are going to be different. So just like now, Jeff Keighley's doing, you know, the summer series. Of oh, you had to get a going. Jeff Keighley mention in. Jesus. No, I- <laughs> we've been on the phone for like five minutes. Jeff Keighley. Are you working with him now? No, shout out Jeff Keighley. No, I'm not working with him is at he all. Your, he's the new Victor Lucas. He no, that's not that is not fact. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. He's just no, he's just doing his thing like he's always done. I feel like he's been. He's good a at, nice guy. I like him. Yeah. He, I really do. And uh, he is. You know, he's ambitious and he's got yeah. big ideas for the video game industry. He realizes mm-hmm. we need more. And so yeah. he's, uh, he's trying to come up with something. And so at the very least, you have to kind of tip your hat to that. I absolutely do. I'm going to applaud anyone. Just like we, you know, we celebrated Vic as well. When we first got to meet, like when I first met Victor Lucas, I'm like, oh my God, this is it. Like he's just put Canada on the map for video games. Like this is it for me. Um, same with Jeff Keighley. Even though he's yeah. Canadian, I feel like he kind of represents the American branded version of video games. He kind of took that over. So good for him. Well, you know, there are those Canadians hiding out in the United States who yes. they sort of pretend to not be Canadians. and they sort Just of, like Americans hide out in Canada and pretend to be Canadian, oh, right? Come now? on, no! <laughs> I got two shade! <laughs> uh, rat farts. Why? You did get two shade. I love when I get one in. Why uh, Why are you so much smarter than I am? <laughs> That's not, in no way is that accurate. Uh, so, uh, I, I do these how to feel great episodes to really focus on people like yourself. Uh, some of the guests I've had on the show, I did one with Victor, Steve Tilly's been on, uh, Raju wants a fee of some kind. And so I'm just like, listen, we don't have any money. <laughs> oh my God. Does Raju actually, cause that would be no, hilarious. I would church him. Oh, okay. Okay. Fine. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, but yeah, they're really like these, these shows are really about what, what Marissa is doing mm-hmm. to take care of herself, take care of her family, take care of her puppy, t- you know, just mm-hmm. h- how are you feeling good at this time when mm-hmm. we are social distancing? Everything's kind of, you know, just a little, you know, like our days are always a little bit different. Like every time I, I get on the TTC, it's a little bit different. Every time I go and do something prosaic, like pick up cat food, it's a little bit different. Like mm. you just kind of have to adapt, adapt as you go. But what are you doing to sort of, you know, not feel lonely, stay connected to your family, which I know is very important to you. Stay connected to your career. Uh, yeah. You know, like, are you, are you in Francisco fighting like cats and dogs? <laughs> like it's gotta be tough. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, surprisingly, 
I guess not surprisingly, because our whole relationship has really been centered around video games. Like we have always had our own consoles. We've always had our own stations where we play. So um, I feel like there isn't, there is not an opportunity for us to really, even though we share a small space to fight or to get on each other's yeah. nerves because we have games. And honestly, I feel like we just turned this, this whole podcast into a drinking game of some sorts to see how many times I can mention animal crossing because, I uh, knew. I knew I, it was going to come up. I yeah, we made it so much further it. into the show than I thought we would without <laughs> mentioning it. But I know yeah. me too. I'm surprised. That was going to be the first thing I said. Um, so we both play, we both have our own islands. Um, we're always checking turnip prices. We're always like visiting or sending each other whatever nifty gifties we have in our shop do you that have day. Sep- do you have separate switches or do you we just do. have one switch? Oh my God. Yeah, we have separate switches. So, you guys are uh, living he- high. <laughs> yeah. So I've got the light. I'm always on the go with it. Um, just kind of changing my location wherever I play. Yeah. Uh, he's usually on the main TV playing. Um, and like even right now, he's playing Animal Crossing and I'm just like, he's got he's got great prices right now, by the way. Oh, really? He's, he's soaring high in the 400 bells. So I'm going to be playing a little visit to uh, his island <laughs> later listen, this evening. I haven't played it, uh, but I'm obsessed with uh, CC, what's his name? KK Slider. Wow. I'm, I'm obsessed with, I can't believe I remember that. Uh, but how, I've, everybody's talking about turnips now. Mm-hmm. What, do, what do turnips have to do with anything? Uh, turnip, it's, it's crazy how it's made us all very invested in the stock market, but stock is felt like turnips. So S T A L K the stock market. We uh, have to monitor our prices. So every Sunday Daisy May comes around. So Daisy May is the niece of the turnip lady that used to come around in every other game. So Daisy May is a new character that we're all trying to figure out the mystery of. And that's another thing about animal crossing is there's a lot of little mysteries within each character. Hmm. So, uh, Daisy May comes around. She's only there until noon on Sunday. So there's always jokes being made on Twitter about how everyone's just rushing to wake up and try to find Daisy May on your island because she's somewhere. She's hiding somewhere on the island. Yeah. Um, you have to make sure that you're buying a price that's decent. Like if you're going to buy turnips for over 100 bells, it's gonna it, you're going to run high. You're not going to be able to buy as many as you'd like depending on how many bells you have. So um, basically I do a few runs depending on whose island has the cheaper turnips. I'll do a couple of runs. So fill my pockets with turnips. You you fill each item like 10 at a time. So I'm spending like probably 300,000 bells uh, each run. Mm-hmm. I fill up my, I have a little turnip patch where I drop all my turnips. I also have a room in my house where I drop all my turnips. <laughs> and then I, uh, yeah, so you do a dump and run basically. And then you check your turnip prices. So that's only on Sunday. And then so every you've day- got a room in your house where you drop all your turnips? Yeah, that's right. I fill I fill one room, my huge <laughs> room, with turnips, and then uh, I have also a turnip garden that I made on my island and as well. Like all of this sounds like poop to me. Like, <laughs> well, that's fine. Is that intentional? Not, no. No, I, I mean, I mean, you're you're like I have a room in my house where I drop all my turnips. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, you also make it, you can make a bathroom if you'd like in your house as well. They have all okay. kinds of different toilets in Animal Crossing. They're like mm. fancy ones. They're squat toilets. They're like, they've got the toilet game figured out in okay. Animal Crossing. Okay. So um, the big difference this time is that you have an island and it ha- yes. has it, it's not always been islands. Uh, no, but it's basically the same vibe as every other Animal Crossing. Like okay. this time, yes, you're on an island, but before it was just like your little town that you would fix up. It, it looks okay. basically the same, just now there seems to be more beach area. Um, yes. But you still have a lot of like land mass to play with. Um, they've, they've added a lot of things that I'm 
so enjoying like the terraforming. You can change your whole island setup. You can, uh, I feel like I, as I explain Animal Crossing to you, I just see you shaking your head because you well, don't mostly, think this game is really for gay. I feel like you, you're like anti-Animal Crossing. I'm You've mostly not really, Crossing. I'm not listening to you mostly. I knew it. I'm I just waiting it. for you to get through it and say all the words that you want to about uh, this. That is so irritating. Okay, then fine. <laughs> then let me just finish my explanation of turnips, all right? Yeah, like, let me just let me get through faster. So, uh, so every single day, you're going to check your prices. There's also a turnip uh, calculator that you can find on Reddit. So you can plug in your prices where you buy. You can plug in the prices that you had last week, and you can find out if you're in for some kind of uptake. If, if the stock market goes up for you, you might know by the end of the week, right? So we've been waiting. So okay. this week you check every morning and evening. So morning prices change at noon, hmm. then your noon prices change to the store closes at 10. So every single day I wake up, I check my store, my nook, uh, my nook's cranny. The, this morning it was bad, 44 bells. This afternoon, even worse. It's just plummeting. My it's stock prices- nook's cranny? Yeah. My, <laughs> my stock prices are going down. So um, you have to call up a friend. Like I have different best friends on the app as well. And they're, you can tell when they're online. You find yeah. out what their prices is Vic, are. Is you, Vic on there? No. Huh, that's weird. Vic, see, that's the thing. If you're not investing most of your time into Animal Crossing, like I feel like you're not really playing Animal Crossing, you know? Mm, so you got to make it kind of like a lifestyle. Yeah, Animal Crossing basically is a lifestyle. And I feel like it has been a lifestyle to many people in quarantine season. This game came out really at the perfect time. Um, and like I'm sure you know, but it sold more copies than any Mario or any Zelda right. game. That's, yeah, you this know is this, not right? A, this is not a Nintendo commercial. No, but like I just want to, I I just want to clarify the gravity, the weight of this game, um, and how significant it is to so many yes. people. How, ma how many turnips does it cost to buy a, a really fancy toilet? <laughs> you, but you, uh, use, you use turnips or you use bells? No, you use bells. So okay. you just have to sell your turnips at Nook's Cranny when the time is right. And then you stock up and then you go bring, bring all your bells to your savings account. You can pay off your house. My house is fully paid off. Really exciting because obviously in real life, oh we don't God. get to do these things. Okay. So in game, <laughs> especially in houses? Toronto. Yeah. In Toronto, yeah. like forget about it. There's, yeah. there, I, I can't even like, I'll well, check. Probably right now the housing prices have come down a little bit. I, a little bit. I kind of check every so often. Are you guys um, going to buy a house? Well, I keep thinking like, oh, I should do this. It'd be very adult of me to do that. Um, <laughs> instead, you buy a cartoon house instead, in a game yeah. starring animals with <laughs> turnips. Yeah. Isn't that what we're supposed to do now? Like, we can't <laughs> yeah. do it in real life, so do it in a video game? No, I really do think that, you know, in, in mad respect to, to Nintendo, you know, I, I, uh, I do think that part of the success of this, and I'm not saying it wouldn't, have been successful without the pandemic, but part of it's related to the pandemic for sure. Like it's a great time to be inside. You can also socialize with other people yes. uh, on there and you can like, I saw, and I didn't really watch it, but I saw someone had tweeted that there was a talk show or something oh going on. Oh my gosh, on. yes, animal talking. I am yeah. so jealous. Okay. Of I am like probably the most jealous I've ever been in my life for anything. This is the most brilliant idea <laughs> I've ever seen. Okay. People who live Animal Crossing just want to yeah. live in Animal Crossing, right? He has his whole basement set up like a talk show. Exactly like you would find any, like a Jimmy Fallon, Conan O'Brien. The, the way he has it set up is exactly that way. Somebody will come and fly into his island. He gives them gifts. They sit on his couch. They have a real interview. 
a, a real happens, interview. Oh, a real wow. interview that happens just like you would on a talk show, except you're in your Animal Crossing form. You can also like the fact you can change your emotes as well, just like change the cadence of the of your mood okay. <laughs> while you're sitting on the couch. It's just um, it's really it's really well done. I'm very jealous. Um, now I don't know what to do with my basement. Why it's can't like, I you get a, Why can't you get a, why 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 won't Gary have you on the show? Well, I don't know. I, I haven't asked, but um, also I highly doubt he'd want me on the show. He's getting requests from like A-list celebrities to be on the show. Like they, yeah. they are booked for months. It's yeah. crazy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But uh, how, this is another question related to Animal Crossing, your favorite subject. Uh, <laughs> how are we many- playing the drinking game? How many drinks have we had? No, there's no, there's no drinking game. This is serious business. Oh, People, okay. we're in a pandemic, Marissa. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but how many screenshots of Animal Crossing are you allowed to share per day on Instagram? Go ahead. <laughs> I Go haven't ahead. actually shared too many on Instagram. There hasn't been a cat mm, for me that's yet. Not what, that's not what I've heard. <laughs> I'll take videos. Uh, I will definitely take videos if I'm getting an island tour that I think is hilarious or if somebody's island is absolutely incredible. I will definitely show that off. What makes w- an island incredible, though? <laughs> What makes an island incredible? Uh, like, what is question. it about the island that makes it like, whoa, I got to take a video of this? What, uh, is, what are you looking at when that happens? Uh, I'm okay. just trying to understand the Animal I'm Crossing. Trying to, I guess the best way to describe the feeling is like, have you ever been to like um, some kind of amusement park or someplace where they have miniatures? Like, have you ever been enthralled by miniatures? Uh, well, I, uh, I'm a sophisticate, you know. Okay. I have very highbrow tastes. Okay. So you so. wouldn't walk into like an area where somebody had set up like a little town well, uh, I went that to, wasn't real. I was going, getting to my thing, but you wanted oh, to get right back I'm sorry. Animal Crossing. <laughs> I went I'm to sorry, the Art, Art Institute in Chicago. See, already we're on wow. a different level. And wow. There is, there is, uh, there's an entire wing that is devoted to miniatures, like elaborate dollhouses wow. that were built uh, a long time ago. And uh, I, it was really, really enchanting. What I'm referring to here are the Thorn miniature rooms. It's not really a wing. I should not have used the word wing. It's more like a series of rooms that are dedicated to these miniatures. Okay, so that's exactly the feeling. Okay. That is, that is what makes a good island to me. Like if I go somewhere, I just went to go visit Megashan's island uh, the other day. So Sean Hatton Who's has- that? Sean Hatton. Okay, okay. So uh, I went to his island. He doesn't have, he has a nice city set up where his townsfolk live, but he yeah. didn't put a lot of work into like the actual island map. Sure. But he put all of his work and all of his effort into his home. Okay. So every single room in his home is themed in some way. It's so much fun. He has a whole arcade in the basement. Very jealous of that. Like he has foosball, pinball, like all of it. Um so I just wanted to spend time, even though I'm not, I know I'm not really playing. I still like to pretend and I go down to the basement and I'm hitting all the machines. Like I'm really playing pinball. I'm really playing on the arcade machines. It's just a fun little, I, I don't know. It's just so entertaining. I feel like it's so entertaining to just visit each other's towns and give props when they're deserved. Yeah. Some people don't put any effort into their towns actually at all. It's very disappointing. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to probably cut all this out. Why? <laughs> 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 so I, I think the cap for for <laughs> Animal Crossing screenshots is, is one per day. That's all you're allowed. <laughs> okay, fine. Actually, I'm allowed four, four on Twitter. Four on Twitter. Uh, four on Twitter? Four on Twitter because you can put four photos with each tweet. 
if you're going to. Oh my God. Good Lord. That, that's Why don't a- you just play Animal Crossing? Like, what are you playing anyway? I really got into control and I, I, oh. uh, I, it was on sale, uh, on the, in the Epic game store. I have a really powerful PC now wow. and, uh, I, uh, I don't really understand what the hell was going on in control, Sure. but man alive, I loved it. Uh, I just felt like it was super smart, smarter than me. I don't understand any of this, <laughs> but I, I just, I just, it was, it was just a wonderful, wonderful experience. And then I did have the switch going for a little while. Right. Uh, I was really, uh, I was into, uh, Luigi's Mansion three. You know what? I, that game is surprisingly very difficult. It's that I, in fact, I stopped playing it because it was w- way too difficult. Some of the puzzles in that game just were so bizarre and obtuse. And I just would sit there because I hate look, I hate cheating, right? I, I don't sure. want to cheat. I want to, I want to solve it myself. I'm a, I'm a gamer. I've been a gamer for decades. I should yeah, be able to Jones. figure this out. Well, I'm experienced. I want you to, I want everyone <laughs> to know that. Anyway, I just, some of these puzzles, I just felt like, you know what? Fuck you. I yeah. can't figure this out. Like, yeah. how am I supposed to figure that out? You can carry this pail into this magic portal and take it to this, like, fuck off. Yeah. And so at a certain point, I just refused to give up on it. I'm like, I'm going to get through this. And then I just thought, you know what? I got to move on with my life. You just walked away. Uh, that's I just like- walked away. And I feel awful for that. And I, my friend who works at Next Level, I just said, listen, I, I tried this. I, I couldn't do it. Oh, you, you actually sent a message to Next Level. Well, no, my friend, Brian, who uh, works there. Oh, uh, Brian. Brian. So I I, I sent him an email and I said, listen, I really wanted to get into this. I was asking him what part of the game should I watch for? And he's like, like, what are you proud of? What do you want me to see? And so I really got, I really just, I tried. I couldn't do it. You tried. I I have an embarrassing story about, um, yeah, Luigi's Mansion. We'll probably cut this out too. Yeah. I went to uh, E3 last year and I went into, because they had obviously the Luigi's Mansion set up there. They had a little haunted house. Um, And of course, I had to meet up with our lovely friend, our dear friend, Bill Trinan. And uh, Uh shout out out Trin Trin. And then... uh, he, He listens. He listens. Yeah, obviously. He loves you. So we went up to uh, like the VIP area, like where all the executives were. And um, he's like, okay, have you tried Luigi's Mansion? And I'm like, no, but listen, but like, just in my experience, I don't, I'm not good at like trying games for the first time, especially in front of people, especially in front of people who know how to play the game very well. I get yeah. very clammy. Like I, uh, I will be terrible at this. Okay. Like, I don't think this is a good idea. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 it's easy. Like just try it. I'm like, okay. So like, as he's watching me, I'm struggling with every single tool, like every aspect of the game. I'm drenched in sweat. I'm like, I can't, I couldn't do one thing. I had to give the controller back to him and just like bow my head in shame. I now he that. knows the truth. Now he knows the truth. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I was just mortified. I don't, I don't like people watching me play the it. demo of their game. I mean, part, part of that is also the fact that I know that the people who made this demo this was the last thing they wanted to do. They're working on the game. They're trying to get it out the door. And all of a sudden they got to drop everything because they need a demo in three weeks and they got to mm-hmm. decide what part of the game. So I know it was made with resentment. Like I know that was the <laughs> feeling they felt when they were creating it. And so part of me, like Vic always, like every time we'd go to E3, he was just like, give me that Yoshi's Yarnland 4. I'll play that. And so he'd jump right on it and he'd 
go through and he'd gather all the yarn and everything. He's like, you want to try it? I'm like, I don't know. Like, this yeah. isn't a real game. It's just something they cobbled together and sure. pushed out the door so that we'd have something to do at E3. And E3, yeah. pour one out. Does it even exist anymore? Yeah, no, you're right about that. I, uh, I That whole aspect of E3 is not yeah. my favorite. And I still don't. I'm still in awe of the fans that will spend because tickets are expensive now or they were when you had to pay for a ticket to go if you weren't getting in through media. Mm-hmm. And there was a separate line for media so they could kind of bud and we can we can go play the game. We don't have to wait yep. as long in line. And I always felt awful for people that were just there, general admission, waiting to play this game. You only get a certain amount of time with it. And you're right. It was just the demo. But for the most part, I feel like people enjoyed it. Like, yeah. I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't fathom spending my time like the whole day waiting in line for one game. Cause that's honestly what it turned out being. Yeah. Me either. Like I, it's just, there's nothing I'm going to learn from this. That's going to do anything. If I love it, I'm just going to feel like I'm in pain because then I can't play more of it for yeah. another six months. Mm-hmm. Or if I hate it, I'm just going to be like, why did I wait in that line for, for four hours to play this stupid? Like no, it's only a lose, lose, lose. Yeah, you're right. So basically what you're saying is E3 is never coming back. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm not a demo person. Uh, but, you know, I wanted to ask you, yeah. what what's Victor Lucas like in real life? Because <laughs> you worked with him for a few years. You guys yeah, get along? Yeah, so did you at the same time you did. Is, um, he, diffi- is he difficult? No, he's exactly like he Vic is 100% Victor Lucas. Yeah. I remember having that conversation with him once because like he wouldn't put this game down. Like I, I don't remember which game it was, but he just kept talking about it. He kept playing it. Yeah. I'm like, Vic, like, are you, can you, can you put that down? Like, are you, we going to, cause we got to do some stuff. He's like, he's like, no, like I'm Victor Lucas. Yeah. This is real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, he can't, he, he is the most, I think he's the most authentic um, personality out there. Like he's yeah. gotta be, I don't know if I've met anyone more authentic than Vic. Well, he, he's, he's, you know, like if you're friends with a clown, you would think, well, if I'm going to go to the clown's house, he's not going to be the clown. Cause we're just right. at his house. Right. But Victor that you, that you see on EP daily, yeah. you know, that's the same he's the same at home. Like it's the yeah. same guy, you know, like there's he, no difference. He's exact. I know. That's why yeah. we love him. That's why he's kind of Canada's sweetheart. Right. He is. He, yeah. He's Canadian through and through, man. man. I have to, st- I still have to, I heard, um, Steve's episode. Yeah. <laughs> I had him on. I, you know, I was dreading that cause he's Steve's such a crab and I'm just like, <laughs> just get on and have fun and, you know, like be yourself. And, you know, honestly, that was the best conversation Steve and I have probably ever had. It was so great. Yeah. You guys are great. Also, I don't want him to move away. Oh, I don't know if that's going to happen. He's been talking okay. about, you know, that he's been talking about that for years. I know, but I understand. I understand what he's saying. I get it. I just don't, um, I don't know. I feel like Steve's a Toronto guy and he needs to kind of just stay here, but who am I to get people to stay? Yeah. I, I, I think, I don't know how long we're all going to stay here. Raju will stay here for sure. You'll, I don't yeah. know if you, I don't know if you and Francisco are going to stay here. Um, well, uh, he doesn't want to move to Saskatoon, so. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I don't know. I don't know if I'll go back there. Um, but I do. Like, I miss my family a lot. Yeah. I um, Especially you know, right now. Like, yeah. you can't really see them. Yeah, especially right now. I've been trying. I've been hinting. I've been trying to convince. And maybe, 
get a little road trip going. Like, let's just drive to Saskatoon. Like, I know yep. it's a pandemic, but like, wear masks and gloves and you go to rest stops. Like, uh, yeah. Saskatoon is opening up again. My mom is going back to work. Um, so things are kind of going back to normal there, even though they're, they are expecting another wave of things. Um, I just don't know. I don't know how to be with this because even just visiting my nana here, my grandma here, she's very scared. Like yeah. I would do, I'll do a Costco run for her and I'll, I'll, you know, bring her whatever she needs. But like, I have to, you know, drop it at the door and she'll bring it in and she has her gloves on and her mask. Like she's, she's terrified of all of this. And I yeah. totally empathize with that. Cause how can you not be, especially being Italian Catholic warrior that she is, yeah. um, to have this on top of it. And just talking to my nana in Saskatoon, like, Oh my, we never see anything like this. Never, never. I never see this. I'm like, I know, Nana. Yeah, we're all experiencing something new. Um, It's just weird to to kind of put that into perspective and try to just gain some kind of normalcy from it. Uh, I feel like if they only understood technology and could use it, like, because TikTok, TikTok occupies a lot of my time also. Like if I'm not playing Animal Crossing, drops it again. If I'm not doing that, I'm just scrolling through TikTok in my free time. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. I don't see you getting on TikTok. No, I don't I know like what that is. I've, I see people talking about it and mm-hmm. I, sometimes you will cross promote things when yeah. you'll on Twitter and mm-hmm. on Instagram and it'll be all from TikToks. And yeah. I don't, I don't really, I don't, I know it's short videos of some kind. <laughs> I, I know they're short videos, but I don't really know what they're supposed to do. Well, Sorry. they're supposed Sorry. to entertain. Okay. Go ahead. I had a call. That's okay. Uh, it's okay. My dog is. You're trying to protect me now. Um, they're they're just meant to entertain. Some of them are really stupid. I do yep. find that I need to be on there to um, help the children because there are a lot of children on there. Uh, I don't really approve of some of their behavior, and yeah. also uh, there's a lot of sexism. There's a lot of sexism. Mm. I'll take you that. You mean among, among the um, the younger set. The the younger set, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of uh, well, Gen Z, yeah, Gen Gen Z. Sure, sure. Um, all the millennials that are on though, hilarious. Love them. They're great. Unless uh, they're racist, mm. they're one. They're wonderful. But there mm. are a lot of people kind of. There's also you're always gonna find that dark part of the internet. No matter what app you use, there's there are p- terrible people saying terrible things, and and I just don't want any of that. I'm I'm trying to do my part, okay, and like clean it up a little bit. I think that's very sweet. Uh, I think it's a that's a good mission for you. I mean, and there's also like every single like it's part of the human uh, experience is like there's dark. We all have dark parts of ourselves, and we, yeah. you know, you know, I try to hide mine. Uh, so I'm, <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't want people to, to, uh, you know, like I, I know what's good and I know what's bad and I don't really want to celebrate the bad sides of myself, but, uh, I guess, but if we, we all kind of understand those sides and maybe we can get better together. Well said. Uh, okay. Yeah. You're like, I'm cutting this out. (laughs) This part is going to probably cutting room floor. Okay. But the, um, so the, you know, obviously it's been like about, uh, three or four seconds since you've mentioned animal crossing. Uh, and it, it's a, it's a big deal around your house right now for you so and, and Francisco. And, yeah. And um, also whenever I go inside and I look at a tree, like I think about shaking it. Oh my God. So, uh, <laughs> but what, you know, what, what is this game doing for you? It's, it's connecting you with other people. It's, it's making yes. you experience sort of cartoon nature. 
Yes. Um, I just visited someone's island recently and they named their island Chore Island. And it was a perfect it was a perfect description for what the game truly is. Like really, it's just a list of chores that, yeah. <laughs> that you need to get through. But sometimes as humans, we just kind of need that, right? We need a list in front of us. We need tasks. And uh, this, these are tasks that we can complete and then show off because we've done a good job. So uh, a, there's a lot of bat, uh, back padding, I guess, as well, because yeah. you're able to gloat a little bit and um, have people celebrate whatever work you've done versus like me doing chores around the house. Like you're not going to see that. Only I'm going to see that. I'm not going to like take photos and put it on Twitter. Like, look guys, I swept my floor. Who's doing more of the house cleaning right now? Be honest. Oh, Cisco for sure. Oh, really? Like 100% Cisco, yeah. Because yeah. well, because also I'm still like I'm working full time, right? I still have my my nine to five. Sometimes it, it spills over into other hours. Yeah. Um, and because there's no baseball right now, Cisco's not at the Rogers Center. So, um, yeah, he's been a, a huge help. As a side note, Marissa's husband Francisco works with the Toronto Blue Jays. That's the other reason why I wanted to talk to you is I wanted to talk about the last dance and I wanted to uh, talk about the lead. The lead is a sports centric podcast on the athletic. Marissa had recommended it to me a few weeks earlier. I'll put a link to it on my website. Oh, okay. Have you been enjoying the lead? Uh, I've listened to a few episodes so far. Like I'm so enamored of Tony and uh, Mike on oh, uh, Mike Levine, Tony yeah, I love those guys. And Me now too. that like they're doing, a, you know, like Tony's in his attic in yeah. his house, and so he's just like crazy old man in the attic. And I, <laughs> they're just like I for some reason, you know, even when they talk about a sport that I don't necessarily have a lot of passion for, yeah. like NHL. You know, I still care because I how, like those How did two. you pass your Canadian test I know. again? I told okay. them that I love the NHL. I knew it. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, it's really hard. It's hard for me to compare and contrast what PTI does and what the lead is trying to do. But I have listened to a few episodes so far. I don't really mm-hmm. know the ho- the hosts or the reporters very, very well so far. But yeah. tell me why you love it so much. Uh, I am a big fan of podcasts in the morning as I'm getting ready. So um, that's the first thing I do. I'll put on the lead because the lead is a, uh, for podcasts. It's a nice short um, yeah. quick take on something and they focus on one subject particularly whatever mm-hmm. given day. And, and they don't really follow, like if they started usually every Monday, um, now because of the last dance, every Monday has been an episode of both the last dance, yeah. but outside of that, you don't, you don't know what you're going to get with each episode. They cover and they cover every sport that we would think of in North America that we might be interested in. Even some of the leagues in Europe for soccer, like things that we would care about in North America. So, um, I just love that they focus either on an individual player, on some tea, yeah. on, on whatever it is that might happen with somebody in specific, like Kevin Durant, for example, Kevin Durant is such a character that they had to devote a whole episode to him and his sure. tweets. Right. Because like and his burner accounts, because that's it's just interesting little tidbits of information that you might not have thought to research yourself or even thought of at all. But they're just giving you little quick bites into the sports world. And it's a very digestible way to take in sports, even if you're not a sports fan. Like they give a little backstory. They always have somebody from The Athletic on to, you know, give some sort of analyst um, or analysis. But I don't. 
I don't know. I feel like that's been my favorite go-to in yeah. the morning. I don't really like listening to, because a bunch of different podcasts out there, obviously, like they're like self-help ones or whatever it is. I just need something that's not going to make me, I don't need to reflect on or think too much on. It's just on. I'm able to get ready, put my paint on, um, and yeah, get ready yeah. for the show. Yeah. Uh, the um, What about The Last Dance? Did you get through it all? Uh, so I have not finished okay. it because we were going to kind of binge it all at once. I saw the first couple episodes and I'm just waiting to... Why, why does um, your generation have to binge everything? I don't know. It's just uh, whatever. It's an addiction thing probably. Um, I you have gotta, been watching Match oh, Day. You've got to consume these things like in mass quantities in yes. a short amount of time and that's yes. somehow fun. I was so addicted to The Last Dance I couldn't wait for the next episodes to come out. It would Well, that's what I mean. Really, then you don't have to wait. But it, I sort of enjoyed having to wait from week to week, and it gave me a chance to really process and think about and research some of the episodes. that I, I think I'm a basketball fan is what I've learned from this because the Raptors won last year, which yes. was so glorious, yes, so fun for everybody. And then this last dance, like I've always known Michael Jordan was great, but I kind of had forgotten how great he was. Okay, 100%, and I agree with you there too, but you have to look at it from the other side as well, whereas this was his production company. Oh, no, I get it. I totally get it. So, yeah, I mean, although they did show like his darker side too, which was nice. Little glimpses of it, but maybe I, you know, sure, could it have used more of that? Yeah, sure, but I'm, I'm okay with what I got, you know? Yeah, like did they touch on his gambling at all? Yeah, just a little bit. There's yeah. there's scenes of him gambling on airplanes and drinking yeah. beer, and there's scenes of him gambling with his uh, his like security guards. Like he's constantly gambling, like constantly. Yeah. Like he he probably he. I'm sure he has a problem. I'm sure oh, he does. But, Jones, he has a big problem. <laughs> but but the other thing is like the thing that I learned from this is that psychologically, and a lot of guys are, are, are great athletes. They have incredible gifts. Physio- physiologically, they have incredible gifts. But, yeah. but he had a psychological gift where he yeah. could find a way to psych himself up to get the shit done. Yeah. And, you know, like I, I love boxing. Um, and too. I just watched uh, Mike Tyson's last fight against Kevin McBride. Like, it's oh, wow. really sad. And you yeah. see Mike come into the ring, and I, he's old, like he's 38. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, you can just see there's nothing. He has no interest in being there. He has no interest in doing this. He has, he, he's, he's not doing the psycholo- the, the psych- psychological work that yes. Jordan is doing to get it up, to beat Isaiah sure. Thomas again. Sure. Or, like, I, I, like it, I just appreciate him on a whole other level because of his ability to do that. Right. There is something special about those Super special. athletes yeah. that can – they can just compartmentalize everything in their lives like and put something ahead of everything else. Like the way that he didn't care about what anybody thought of him, mm-hmm. but what any of his teammates thought of him, like that's something significant because if yeah. I'm even not going to care about the world around me, fine. Cause that, you know, sometimes helps with confidence, especially if you have to get on stage to do something. Yep. Um, if, I, I still care deeply about what my team thinks because I don't want to let my team down. So the fact that he can push that out of his mind and take it all on himself is wild to me. I don't know how anybody could do that. Yeah, even some of the reports now, like Horace Grant, it's just like everybody's pissed off and they're like, that's not true and he's full of shit. He doesn't know what he's uh, talking about. I'm like, who cares? Shut up. Mike won. Yeah. Like Mike had talents and he pissed you off and he pushed yeah. you around and, and he got, he got what he wanted out of you. Like he did. Like I, you know, yeah, you're, you're right to complain and call him an asshole, but he still got what he wanted, you know, like he got it done. 
Yeah, and now he has an amazing documentary out there that everybody freaked out over. And something that kept so many of us entertained. Yeah, um, like, like Animal Crossing. Time. Like, it's like. Per- perfect time. Like, <laughs> I, like, honestly, you couldn't, like, everything just means a little bit more right now yeah. because we have more room to... I mean, we just have more time on our hands. We have more hours of the day that we have to kind of fill up. Sure. I mean, yeah, for some people, I feel like for others, this has been one of the more busier times in their lives. Like, I feel like I've gotten more on my plate now for work, even though I'm not leaving my home. Yeah. Um, than I have in recent months for sure mm-hmm. um, just kind of feel busier I think there's like I think this whole quarantine has divided us all up into like certain groups there's like a third mm-hmm. of us that are still working but like have even like are taking on even more than before mm-hmm. you know another second of people that just have they don't have a job right now because they have to be temporarily laid off um, and then maybe like others who are just kind of chilling <laughs> like mm-hmm. like just just chilling and maybe not enjoying themselves as much I I yeah. feel I feel awful for the for the people that have not been able to find some kind of joy in this time, because what else, like we have to find something to distract ourselves. Right. Um, and if they don't have video games and I don't know, like I, f- I just feel bad for people that have never experienced video games at- in this time. Yeah. It's really uh, unfortunate. And we're going to, th- that's a nice segue into, into oh. some of the, some of the questions we're going to get into. I don't that's know. If you had a, did you listen to those? Uh, I couldn't listen to the second one, the second that's file. All right. But uh, the other two, yes. Tell me which one you listened to. I listened to a question about um, the kids. Did you did you hear I the heard kids? The kids. One? I okay, heard let's the kids. do the kids one. Let's start okay. there. Questions about video games. I already know. What do you know? Do you know everything about video games? Ask Google. Ask Google. <laughs> Hi Scott, question for you. Video games haven't been a huge part of my life, but now that I have screaming children who will hopefully go to bed by 8.30 p.m., I'm wondering what kind of cool games should I, as a first-time gamer, be playing with my husband since I have all this time and I want to go on magical adventures? Okay, so that's the first question today. That's Stephanie. She's a TV producer. Her husband, uh, Michael, is a hardcore gamer. What's your answer? What, what What do you say to her? Uh, well, if you're, this is your first time playing video games, you have not played ever before in your life. If you um, say Animal Crossing, I'm going to cut this I'm not right gonna, out. I'm not going to say Animal Crossing because she did ask for something that she could play with her husband. So, That's right. Well, um, you play it with your husband. I do. Yeah. Okay. So one of the first games that we actually played together uh, was a game called Elo Milo. It's a, it's a little puzzle game. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, there are two characters that are separate. They're they're They have to find their way to one another. So mm-hmm. you can see each other on the screen and you have to find a way to walk toward each other and then use the, and then like pivot. You have to pivot the platform to find each other. Um, mm-hmm. It's very sweet. And by the time you find each other, it's like the cutest thing ever. There's also a game you can play together on Switch. If you have Switch, it's called Snipper Clips. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just oh. a fun, it's hilarious. Like you're giving each other haircuts basically to that fit a launch shapes. game. Yeah, it was a launch game. It was so, so fun. I love it so much. That was the game that I would say would mend our relationship, a game that would cause us great divide. And for me, I'm just yelling constantly is a game called Overcooked. Um, yep. So Overcooked is just nothing but fighting and yelling. It's it's fun because you're fighting and yelling over a video game and not actually at each other yep. um, for your own faults, just in game. And then you kind of fight there and then you mend your relationship via little snipper clips. Oh. You, can, you can play them both on Switch, but um, Overcooked is on Xbox as well. Okay, for me now, it's my turn. Okay. Oh, okay. The, um, 
uh, Unravel 2. I don't know if you've played that game, mm-hmm. but it's super cute and it's such a terrific cooperative experience. And I feel like you're constantly uh, attached to one another by string, mm-hmm. by yarn, just like Yoshi's, 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 Yoshi's yarn. I can't even Yo- say it. Yoshi's Woolly World? Yoshi's that Yarn Land. World? That's Kirby's. Kirby, that Kirby's, Kirby's got a woolly, woolly world. I can't. This is like a tongue no, was, What about Yoshi's Woolly World? Uh, let, let's, I'm going to cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, like Unravel 2, I think is terrific. It's on sale. You can find it in the for the Nintendo Switch, which is the greatest console ever made. You know, the Switch is still hasn't sponsored? quite outsold, hasn't quite outsold the Nintendo Wii. Well, yo, that wee Christmas was something that special. Wee, oh, man, that, that was a time. That was a time. I waited outside. I camped outside of Francisco. We waited. We had our chairs. We had a little heater. It was November in yeah. Canada. Waited outside of Best Buy to get a yeah. to get our Wii. We should have got. We should have bought two. What were we thinking? I could have got one. He could have got one, and then we could, I could have sold it for an astronomical price. Like did, they were, you they didn't were do that. Like crazy. No, we just got the one. We're like, yeah, yeah. we're gamers. We're just gonna get one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And what's the other question you listen to? Um. You don't remember. I don't remember. What What were they? Uh, I don't know. I was really leaning on you. Oh, great. Um, let's see. Roz. Hi, Scott. It's Roz from Langley City, BC. What would you do with your time if all the video games in the world disappeared tomorrow? All right. So, Roz, what would you do if there uh, were no no video games? Like, what? how would you That's answer a good question. that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably read a book because I haven't done that in a very... Honest to God. <laughs> a very long time. I just, I this have a whole so pile. This is so fake. Like, what are you talking about? What books are you going to read? What, what's in your book pile that you're never going to read? Put them in your Animal Crossing house. Um, well, we do. I, I have, I started reading To Kill a Mockingbird again because I wanted to see if I remembered it. I wanted to see if I remembered it from high school. Did you ever I didn't, finish I it? I didn't remember a thing. No, I didn't remember anything about the book. I don't yeah, understand I, how you are on top of the social media world. You're on top of Microsoft running the Xbox world. <laughs> Sure. You're, you're Larry Herb's like partner in Canada. Like you're getting like I don't know how you've gotten to such a high echelon <laughs> without reading. Listen, without reading, I don't anything. know either. I uh, I have no idea. I, I don't know how I got here. Tbh. But I um just finished The Alchemist. I think the last book oh, I fully God. read. No wonder was you're not reading anything. What is that supposed to mean? Reading like big, sloppy, never-ending, thousand-page books. No wonder no. you're not. Yeah, no. Come the on. Alchemist is not. The Alchemist is an, is like an easier. Like y- you can do this. You can do this, girl. You got this. Also with a fantastic message. You got to follow your omens, okay, Jones? Um, but outside of that, no. I need to get better. I need to get on the horse. I need to read more nonfiction, to be honest. Um, but really, like seriously though, like what would you do? You're like Marissa. I know you're not going to read. So what would you actually do? I know you're not going to read. Yeah, Listen, that's, that's fine. what I'm saying. I'll, I'll tell you. I'm going to get on my boosted board. I have. You can talk to Raju about this too. If you talk to Raju, he loves talking about his e-board. I told but you I, I try to have him on, but he charges too much money. <laughs> so I have a electric skateboard that I really okay. enjoy riding. I really enjoy riding. So, but, but you can't really do any of the like uh, 23 skidoo or any of those moves or anything or stale fish to nose bone on that. Wow, that was terrible. No, I can't do any also, of Also, why, why are they releasing the, new, the Tony Hawk games again? 
Like, because they're honestly, iconic. I, I have like 20 copies of that already. Like, oh, that's going to be up-rezzed. Well, because, because you have to think of the generation that didn't experience those games at all. So now they have an opportunity to. And since we're all patiently waiting for a new skate game, Tony Hawk, why, why not? We've been waiting for a skate game for 20 years. Like, <laughs> a long time. I don't know if that's going to be another skate. I don't know what EA is doing. <laughs> You're right, actually. I feel I still in my heart of hearts feel like when EA does their press conference or whatever it is they're gonna do, they're gonna announce a new skate. Like every single year I'm like, every they're year gonna you do say it. this. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and they never do. <laughs> no, they're working on something. It's either gonna be a new fight night or a new skate. It's gotta be that. Why don't they combine those two things? Like what fighting would, on what skateboards. <laughs> no, that would be horrible. I don't want to do should that. I cut this part out? <laughs> Yes. Okay. No, no, no. I don't okay. want anyone to even have that in their brain. No. Uh, I um I uh, I appreciate your answer. Most of it was untruthful though. It's not. It's not. I swear. I really love it. Also, I live in the beaches uh, neighborhood of Toronto. Uh-huh. So, it's just nice to cuz there's a nice boardwalk there. It's nice to go for walks. I have a dog now, of course, as I mentioned, so I'll take her out for a little uh, you know, jaunt about town. That's such and a nice neighborhood. It is. Yeah. It's a nice spot. So uh, it's just great for skateboarding and it's great for just being out and about, even yes. though we're keeping social distance now. Did you, did you see those um, social distance circles in Brooklyn? Uh, on the ground, like in the yeah. parks? Yeah. Yeah. I saw them. Yeah. We need them here in the beaches because um, people are just going to be out having barbecues and stuff. It's just necessary. Do you think so? You think it's just going to be chaos like right away? Yes. It was already yeah. chaos. There's a there's um, a little den, a fox den yeah. that is close to the beach here. And they've had some kind of park ranger come out and like guard it. They put fencing up because people were just crowding trying to get a video of these baby fox um, yeah. coming out of the hole. We don't, not, everybody doesn't need their own video. We just need someone to take one video and then we can all watch it. No, because they want to go viral on TikTok. TikTok's actually ruined oh society God. as well. You should know really? that. Well, I mentioned TikTok again. Yeah, TikTok and Animal Crossing. It is sounds like you're into it. Oh, no, I love it. But it's also ruining society. I think just social media in general kind of has, but, um, you know, it's it really part of my stinks. job now. So. Can you, um, can you do, do me a, a favor and do the listeners a favor? And sure. it, can you find like, five, like things that maybe aren't necessarily your things, although if one or two of them are your things, like just send me five things on TikTok that are worth watching. Send you five things on TikTok that are worth watching. Yeah, well, you like know what? later yes. today. Like I'll just, when I post this, yeah. and I, I won't post it for like a week or so. I'll cut this part out. You're going to cut this part out. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so there's no rush, like whatever you get, get around to it. Uh, yeah, no, I'll do it immediately. Any TikTok request, I'm just all about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. let me ask you a serious question. Uh, we're, we're almost done here. Um, okay. Like, should I be on TikToks? <laughs> uh, do you remember basically the entire time I was in Vancouver, I was trying to get you to go on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, and you just didn't. So yeah, I was, um, I've, I've never posted on Instagram. I do have an account, though. I knew it. You have a secret account. No, it's not secret. I just, I never use it. It's, it's there. Lots of people we know, like I, it, it used to be a picture of me and Vic on that mm. account. And then like, I have to let the, leave the past in the past now, you know, man, I can't just, I, guess. I can't ride that wave forever. <laughs> okay. Well, you can also, you know, adapt your page to whatever your life is now. Like you're yeah. able to evolve and, and grow on your socials as well. 
I mean, that's an option for you. Yeah, but you I, don't have to post anything on TikTok. The same way you do for Instagram, you can just get an account. You don't even have to put a name to it. You could be user 05967. Like, it okay. doesn't even have to have a name. You can be okay. completely anonymous. Just go on there. Sure. Uh, you can even comment with this username as well. So you get a lot of trolley comments, obviously, on some posts. But um, yeah. outside of that, I just feel like the the algorithm kind of caters to your interest. So your your for you page will be completely different than mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always interesting to kind of see what you might see versus what someone else might see. So are we going to see the Blue Jays play at the Rogers Center this season? I, I don't know. Like, what, I, I like which know. way? You, I feel like you might have some insider information because you live <laughs> with Francisco. Yeah, you would think that, but it's still... Uh, he doesn't know anything either. It, yeah, it's all dark over here. They, don't, they mm-hmm. haven't told them uh, anything because they don't know, right? They're just waiting on the AOK from whatever it is. The, the Players Union also has to prove these things yeah. too. There's going to be a hub city somewhere. It, it's looking like Florida is kind of just eating all of this. So, well, they got um, the NBA thing. Is that official now? Well, the NBA thing is still the same deal. So, like, training facilities are open, but only four players can go at any given time. The the court is divided into four sections, and you can't be in each other's section. Like, it's just, I don't know how any of this can survive. The CFL just pushed back their season to September. Yeah. That might not even go. They they desperately need fans in attendance, though. That's how they make their money, broadcast rights and, and fans. And if no fans can come through, how are they going to make money? Like, it's, yeah. it's a scary time for so many different organizations. The XFL just launched, and I feel like they had a great launch this season, but it immediately folded because of coronavirus. Like, that's it. It's done. It's not coming back. Yeah, that's the end of the, the XFL. Um, yeah, I do remember everybody's just like, yeah, this isn't so bad. Oh, it's over. Yeah, it was, was I it. know. Everybody thought, like, their yeah. TikTok was even popping, too. I mentioned TikTok again. It's like, so great. They had a great social team. They invested all this money, and then Vince McMahon just went back to you know, the wrestling thing with no fans. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, now they're doing that thing with the UFC on Fight Island. I love yeah. that. <laughs> that was, yeah, Dana White proposed an island uh, to yeah. be used. What a flex, eh? Dana White, just classic flexing. Um, well, I'm going to have an island, a private island, and that's no, what I'm going to be. Well, I love that, like, c- calling it a fight island. It's, it's kind of romantic. It's not, it's not even, it was never, it wasn't approved. They're just fighting in Florida now, like, <laughs> the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> are you doing the, the microsoft stuff right now uh no i do like if um there happens to be something that comes down the pipe and xbox asks me to do it like i'll, I'll definitely do that for them because okay. i absolutely love them but um because i'm full-time at tsn I'm kind of there and then I'll do esports events uh, on the weekend as well. Right now it's just, um, we just did a charity stream for um, yeah. Sinai Hospitals, which is great. We raised a lot of money. We used different gamers and streamers and they were yep. able to raise a bunch of dough for that, which is great. Um, but outside of that, no, it was just esports events and TSN. Okay, so, the, so that part where I said that you were partnered up with Larry Herb, I should yeah, that's not true. Out. I should cut that out. <laughs> yeah, you can cut that out. Yeah. Oh, I thought sure. you. I thought you worked with Microsoft. I thought you had like a steady I, thing. I did. Uh, it was still freelance. Like all that stuff was freelance. I was yeah. never an employee of Microsoft. That's, right. That was just your contract. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everything. Everything in my life has been. But TSN. TSN uh, is this full time job, and now TSN, yeah. uh, in case you're in the U.S., is the Canadian equivalent of ESPN. Basically. Yeah, it's ESPN sister station here in Canada. So, 
Um, it's yeah, I mean, twenty four seven, wall to wall. <laughs> no, we got the Sports Center brand, so um, there's a lot of everything, actually, just a lot of everything. And surprisingly, because of all of this going down, and there's not really that much sports, there have been more esports happening on television. So my dreams are slowly coming true with um, Rocket League being on television for the first time here in Canada. Yep. That was incredible for me. Um, I racing somehow making its like exploding on the scene. I didn't realize that that video game racing would be so popular, but it is yep. out there. Um, now that real racing is back, I don't know how many people will continue to watch, but it was nice to get that influx of people and just showing showing executives everywhere that are just on linear television that esports can have a place here and there can be an audience. Just got to find it. Uh, so, so esports is doing fine these days. And are, yeah. are you, so are you like a, a host for events mm-hmm. and that's, that's what you're doing right now? Uh, yeah, I do host different events, just a variety of esports hosts. So I'll do okay. just different genres of games, um, depending on what it is. Obviously you've seen me play video games. I'm not good enough to play competitively or showcase myself in any way. Um, unless there's some kind of Animal Crossing esports, I, yeah. I won't be um, competing. But yeah, I do love getting to know these different professional gamers as well. They have really great backstories and um, kind of proving so many of the public wrong when it comes to people thinking that these guys just play in their basement of their mom's house and whatever. Like there's always that stereotype. Who still thinks that? Oh my gosh. Th- somebody just commented on my last video. I just posted an interview with a Call of Duty pro. Just, yeah. This guy got really upset that it was on a TSN channel. Um, I'm like, listen, guy, you don't have to watch like this. this you, you can easily just skip over this. You, you're welcome to leave. Like you don't need to like yeah. esports. Like I like esports. It's all good. Like no one, I'm not going to force it down your throat. It's yeah. here. You can easily skip past. Okay. It's all good. Uh, so if people want to find you on, on your Instagram show, it, yeah. it, it airs exclusively on Instagram. on Instagram. Is it on the, yeah. the TSN? Yeah. So TSN underscore official every single weekday at 3 PM noon Pacific, a new oh episode God. comes out. So did you shoot today's episode I already? I did. Yeah. So Whoa. this morning, I shoot every morning, every weekday morning. Uh, and then they put it together. The team is incredible. Like the, the, at the speed that they do things, it's wild. Like the graphics are incredible too. It's like a yeah. four minute show ish, like three to four minutes. Yep. Um, just a nice bite-sized way to get your sports in. And our show hasn't changed a lot, even though there's no sports because we were never able to show sports highlights. Yeah. Um, so the fact that we're able to still do our meme stuff and show what athletes are up to, uh, has been fun. It's been a great way to keep it us involved in sports, even though there's not a lot of sports, live sports happening. Yeah, I know. I, I haven't, I haven't watched. I, honestly, I feel you're not like really I'm, on Instagram. I'm not. And that's the only way place you can see it. Well, yeah, right now that's, um, the only, it's just the in TSN's Instagram stories. So, but okay. like, it's just been, it's been successful there. So I understand why they want to keep it there. And now it's been so successful that, um, RDS. So the, the French equivalent of TSN in Quebec mm-hmm. just launched their own um on their instagram too so cool it's just yeah i mean utilizing these social platforms um as a way to get news out there is important too like just making sure we're using the tools that we have in our arsenal i have one last question before i let you go and that is did you have a coffee before we jumped on the phone (laughs) i did of course you're gonna you're gonna be so disgusted though i've been so lazy uh every morning i've been having instant coffee (laughs) What the fuck? <laughs> I know. I know. It was horrible. I am going to cut this part out. I know. I knew it. 
I knew it. I've been having, honestly, these, I always think of that Seinfeld episode where, uh, with Mr. Bookman. Do you remember yeah. when he, he comes yeah, to Jerry's house and he's like, you don't have any coffee? He's like, no, I don't keep, co- I go out for coffee. Yeah, he's like, I get you don't, coffee you don't. on the outside. Yeah, I get my coffee on the outside. He's like, well, you don't have any crystals? Because he, obviously, he's referring to instant coffee. It's like, what's wrong with that? You just keep it in your cupboard. It lasts forever. You have somebody over, you can offer them some coffee. Oh that's, <laughs> that's me every morning thinking of Bookman well, as honestly, I'm making my coffee. You live in a great neighborhood. There's a million great coffee shops. No, over there. Jones, they were closed. They've been closed. No, they're all they're all open again. Yeah, they're all open now. But now I've just been like, oh, whatever. I'll just be like, also, I do have the pour over though. I do have the pour over when I'm feeling fancy. I'll do a little pour over. Listen, you dink. What? The coast to coast. Coast to coast. The coffee roaster here in Toronto. I used to order coffee oh, from them yeah. when I lived in Vancouver. This guy is the nicest guy, Matthew. He roasts his beans. I always tell him he's got to open a coffee shop. He's like, that's not my business. I have no interest in opening a coffee shop. He's oh. like, but I am a roaster. And so I send, I send coast to coast to everybody. I will send you some coast to coast so you and Francisco can have a proper cup of Whoa. coffee. And you will stop making your instant crystals, Folgers crystals, whatever the fuck you're drinking. This is disgusting. Bad. I swear it's not bad. Like, you know how much of a coffee snob I am, and it's actually I'm not, not sure that you, I'm bad. I'm not sure you realize how far you fall. <laughs> it's so true. I have uh, I've fallen pretty far. I know. We need to kick back up our assholes and Americanos. That was a good time. Those are good coffees. Those were good coffees. Yeah. 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 No, I, I really appreciate you taking time to do this, and um, it's good to talk. It's so good to talk, too. Please stay safe, everyone. Keep your distance. Hockey stays yes. length apart. One hockey. Um, <laughs> That's right. And we'll, we'll all, we're going to get through this. We'll be okay. Just play Animal Crossing and get on TikTok. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Uh, are you okay? Are you good? I hope that was good. Yeah. You're going to cut all this out. <laughs> I'm cutting the <laughs> fuck out of this episode. No, you, you were great. I wanted to make fun of you, your esports. Yeah. But of course, I'm not going to do that to you. And um, I could tell you wanted to make fun of it. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just it's just not my thing. And there's no reason to make fun of it anymore. It doesn't matter to me. It's fine. Um, yeah. And uh, I also was going to ask you if you had some sort of recommendation but then i knew that would just be an opportunity for you to talk about talk about animal crossing yeah yeah, (laughs) more minutes and so i'm just like no point no point in asking for that my Uh, recommendation is animal crossing come and sell your turnips big thanks to marissa roberto if you want to see her in action go to instagram aka insta she is mrob29 or you can follow her on Twitter. She is at Marissa Roberto. One R, two S's in Marissa. Thanks also to our sponsor, coasttocoastcoffee.ca. Coast to Coast, the socially distanced choice for coffee lovers everywhere. Music in today's episode include Mystical Pixels and Chip Tronicle from Patrick de Artega and a couple of tracks from the freemusicarchive.org including Western Tanager by Chad Crouch and Tra-La-La by Poddington Bear. Heavily Pixelated is produced by Sarah Deakins. Our technical producer is Stephen Nikolic. Heavily Pixelated, as I stated on our Patreon, is on the production back burner right now. Our side project, The Last Loot Drop, is coming very soon. You can get updates at patreon.com backslash heavilypixelated. Drop us a line at heavilypix at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Scott C. Jones. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you then.